Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 271, Restlessness. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey there, welcome back to Changeable. So let's talk about restlessness. What even is this thing we called call feeling restless? It's it's funny word when you think about it, restless. It's like it's kind of like a catch-all, I think. You know, it's a for me, and you look and see what it feels like for you, but for me, this feeling restless is just um like this underlying a uh, little bit of discomfort, things aren't okay, but it's maybe not like the mind hasn't come in and pointed that at something. It's not that like this is a problem or that's a problem because if something in particular feels like a problem, then that tends to be where our mind focuses on the specific problem, right? But it's almost like when there is no identifiable problem, but the mind is looking for one for sure, but it can't really find one or it finds a bunch and then it skips around and jumps all over the place finding problems. It's almost like the feeling that goes along with that is what we refer to as feeling restless. Sometimes restlessness is really subtle. You know, it's a fairly innocent word. Oh, I'm kind of restless. It's not like, I'm not like in suffering. It's not, you know, despair or anguish. It's restless. We talk about this with kids all the time, that they're just kind of restless. It means they just have a lot of energy. We talk about it with ourselves. So in some ways, it's a relatively benign, like not too big a deal kind of catch-all phrase for something that where there's no defined problem, maybe there's no other defined emotion. Maybe in a sense, restless is kind of the backup explanation when when there's, you know, no other emotional label coming to the surface. It's not fear, it's not worry, it's not guilt, it's not sadness. Oh, it's just restlessness. So I don't know what it is. I'm exploring it here as we talk. But but it's it does feel in some ways, um, sometimes kind of subtle, but also sometimes not subtle at all. And as much as I'm saying it's relatively benign and all of that, what's fascinating is I, I really feel like this thing called restlessness is is only kind of benign because we're so used to it. We're, it's like almost the default states, not default, but almost the one of the most common states for us. I know for me at a certain point in my life, it felt like probably the thing I felt more than anything else. There was this near constant state of just uneasiness, not quite settled, not at peace, jumpiness, like just an energy, just an energy that then of course, again, my mind would look around for what's the cause and what's the solution to this energy. So, I think it's really big and I don't really hear people talk about this as an emotion or as an experience that much. Um, But I think if we look too, we see that restlessness is behind 
so, so, so much. And again, it may be hard to see because it's kind of subtle and we're very, very used to this feeling. In a, in a really subtle way, you may just be being, you may just be sitting, hanging out in your life. And suddenly there's this little, almost not even detectable sense of, of discomfort or restlessness. And then you jump up and, and clean something or grab something to eat or check your email or close the door or whatever. I think on that level, and I don't know, but it feels to me like on, on that level, rest, what we might call restlessness is like just running us around doing all kinds of little things, you know, all kinds of, again, mostly fairly innocent, not all that harmful little things. And then it seems to kind of ratchet up from there, (laughs) or it can anyway. This feeling of restlessness, for sure, for me, God, I remember this one day so clearly. Um, I was... It was in the midst of my binge eating habit. Um, Willow was probably about four months old, five, six, three months old, I don't know. Um, And it was a weekend and I was just there with my husband and my daughter and she was just being a, she must've been a little older. She was kind of like crawling and just bopping around a little bit. And I just was so uncomfortable, just restless. There was nothing else going on, but I just, this feeling of just wanting to crawl out of my skin. I could not just sit there on the couch with my family, with my baby bopping around. Like I needed to do something. There needed to be a plan. I needed to go find a way to get out of the house and go binge. Like just the level of agitation from who the heck, from nothing, from nothing. It was just arising. And the frustration really of my mind not not seeing a viable solution, but also not seeing a cause was so like, so tough. Like, I, like what is this? And all that could, all that was kind of repeated in my head is this horrible, I hate this. I need out of here. I need to get out of this feeling. I need to get out of this house. I, you know, just just this escape feeling. So I don't know. I mean, look and see. I think I think it's it's vague and it's ill-defined and it's probably behind at least the beginnings of most habits. Maybe all. Maybe all habits. Addictions. Buying stuff. Watching stuff. Doing stuff getting up, being productive. And it comes in, you know, again, in ways where sometimes it's not even like, I don't feel good, I'm restless. It, it'll it come in sometimes as like, oh, there's just stuff I have to do. This is another way it used to show up for me a lot and still sometimes does, but I can usually recognize this now. Like, there's something to do. There's something to, if you're just sitting completely at rest and all of a sudden, nothing's changed, but all of a sudden I need to do something. This needs to get done or whatever. That's just look at that. Just look at that. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's, it's not helpful that we have these little urges to get up and be productive and do things in life. But notice the energy behind that. What if you just sit there and feel that 
whatever it needs, whatever needs to get done can get done. You can tell yourself you'll do it in an hour or you'll do it tomorrow or whatever. But to feel that like, wow, how is it that I'm just totally at ease, fine, and then all of a sudden this thing has to get done right now? Now, sometimes ideas just show up, right? Like, like oh, I think I'm going to go do this thing. But when it when it's like that, it's just an idea. There's just, it's fine. You can do it now or you can do it later. There's no urge behind it, no real urgency or pull to it. But when there is, that that might be a little bit different. And I think it's just really worth being curious about that. So the feeling, this general feeling of uneasiness or restlessness, again, I think it probably starts a lot of comfort habits, a lot of little things, checking your phone, doing something, knocking something off your list, eating, drinking, all the habits, all the stuff we do. It kind of starts that. And then and then it seems like it can sometimes spiral and we can find ourselves feeling like we need to be moving all the time. We're trying to just stave off this feeling of restlessness or, you know, again, it might not sound like that in your head, but it might just sound in your head like there's a lot to do. <laughs> like, I'm just, a. this is just the kind of person I am. I like to stay active. Like, you know, it, it's hilarious how the mind gets hooked into certain things for comfort to to keep a feeling away supposedly or in theory anyway to keep a feeling away and then it explains those things as no this is just what I like or this is just the kind of person I am so if you feel insecure around certain people let's say or if you feel on the flip side if you feel dependent say you only feel like at peace and secure when your partner's around or when you're not alone when you have friends around or again the opposite of that for many people they feel better alone and they have a certain level of agitation maybe around people i mean we could be just constantly moving to kind of rearrange our lives to be around people or avoid people or do this or do that to keep this feeling at bay. And what is it? <laughs> it's restlessness. What even is that? No one knows. I. Who knows? It's just this little bit of energy that has been kind of resisted and has this fear and bad rap around it. So we're, we're doing all this stuff. And then meanwhile, our mind is justifying it like crazy and just making it seem like the most normal thing in the world. Like, oh no, I'm just, I just enjoy people. Now you may enjoy people. You do. You enjoy people. Or I just enjoy being alone. You do enjoy being alone. But just genuinely enjoying something is not the same as being kind of run around to approach and avoid to, to keep your feeling state in a certain place. Those are very, very different things. Again, when it's just enjoying, you, you can kind of take it or leave it. When it's just like, oh, I just had the idea to go clean the bathroom. Okay, I could do it now or I'll do it later. It was just an idea. When it's a compulsion, because we don't want to feel something, it can't wait. It's serious. It's a big deal when, when you don't get your way. So that's, that's where we want to be curious and look and not, again, not to try to 
be perfect, not because these things are wrong, not because it matters in the big picture, not because you want to have zero compulsions and have everything be clean and, you know, perfect, like like you're coming from this genuine place. Like you're human. I mean, I just don't think that's really going to happen forever, no matter what sort of shifts in consciousness occur. There's a body mind here that just has a ton of programming. So, there will be things that make us uncomfortable and feelings that that unconsciously even we're approaching and avoiding and all of that. So this isn't about like eradicating restlessness completely and and trying to be perfect in some way. I think it's just being curious about it. And I think there's a massive, 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 massive benefit to being able to be with that level of discomfort without running to make it go away, without doing something. Like I I don't think there are words to even describe how that can open up a life, the benefits of that. Now, again, I'm not saying it's always comfortable and it's always easy and that's your goal, but wouldn't it be, (laughs) can you even imagine feeling this general restlessness, this high energy, this just kind of lack of okayness and just sitting and melting into it rather than like grabbing something, adding something, buying something, doing something, constantly running around in those ways to make it go away. If we were just in it and we even kind of looked for it and maybe we were even kind of inviting it, we could kind of be friends with it and it just wasn't a problem. Oh my, I can't even imagine. I mean, I can sort of imagine because I play with this a bit, but just on a a huge scale for all of us, if the world wasn't running from a feeling of of disease, wow, I think things would be so different. Okay, so, so if you're interested in this, not being perfect, not never having it, but playing with it like what what do you do I mean I think it's probably pretty obvious (laughs) you stop you stop sit down and just hang out and do nothing that's it. it you can't you can't in my experience you can't really um visit with restlessness again this may be just for me if you're even like walking around. I mean, you can feel restless while you're walking around. Don't get me wrong. You can feel totally restless while you're being super productive. You can be working and cleaning the house and doing all the things and, you know, knocking, going to the dentist and getting paying your taxes and all of that and still feel restless. So I'm not saying the, the movement action coping mechanisms work all the time. They definitely don't. But If you want to be friends with restlessness, if you want it to not run you around all the time and bother you so much, I I think you really kind of have to just sit and do absolutely nothing, almost like set the stage for it to really, like that's the perfect breeding ground because again, my own experience, if I'm even like putting dishes in the dishwasher, in some weird way, my mind is telling me I'm being a good productive person. Like there's some comfort there. There's some something there that's keeping the restlessness at bay. The challenge is to just sit down and be absolutely 
not a good citizen, not a productive member of society, not a helpful human, to just be, to just sit there and be. You're not moving. You're not doing anything helpful for yourself or for others. You're not even like deep breathing because, hey, that's something. Like you're just sitting there. And then you just do that for a while and you see what happens. And some stuff will come up. You'll get really thirsty, guarantee it. <laughs> Every time I just sit, suddenly, oh, I did. And, and and truly, I think, you know, we're so in our heads when we're running around doing stuff that it is true. It is really kind of genuine in that sense that you sit down, your mind gets quiet. You realize, oh, wow, I had to go to the bathroom and I didn't even recognize it. I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. Sometimes that's, that's a real physical stuff that comes up. Okay, fine. Really quickly, go grab a drink of water, go to the bathroom, do what you need to do, then come back here and sit and wait and see what comes up. A bunch of stuff will probably pop in your head that you had forgotten. Is the front door locked? When am I going to go to the store? This this little half hour period would be a great time to run to the store and do that stuff I have to do. Just sit there. Don't do anything. Notice the energy that's there. Notice the energy that shows up when you're just sitting, not being useful or helpful or productive to anyone. You're contributing nothing. See what's there. Notice the thoughts. Notice the judgments. Notice the discomfort and the restlessness that show up and just sit there and just let it be there. Just be curious about it. Just watch it. You're not trying to change anything. You're not trying to fix anything. You're not trying to understand anything. You just kind of sitting there feeling and I I think this this guides you through it I'm I'm already making it way more complicated than it is just by talking about it for 20 minutes but this guides you through it and you get to be friends with that energy it just is like oh okay and and again I, I think it would blow all of our minds if we could have you know just even imagine a world with less restlessness less anxious, graspy, just grabbing for things to make ourselves feel okay. Um, And it doesn't matter. It's not about changing the world. I just think it'd be really helpful for you and for me to just be super curious about how this is playing out in our everyday life. Have you ever tried breath work? Ever since my very first breath work journey with my friend Scott Kelly, I've been hooked. Breathwork takes you deep into your body beyond the noise of your mind. It allows you to let go of and lean into emotion and really feel and release what's there. Breathwork stabilizes the nervous system so you can have new insights, clarity of mind, and you can feel the joy that's already present. Breathwork has become a huge practice in my life and I'm super excited to introduce it to you. Scott Kelly and I will be hosting an introduction to breathwork workshop, including a guided breathwork journey so you can experience this amazing practice yourself. The workshop is Saturday, October 28th, and you can go to dramyjohnson.com slash breathwork to see all the details and register. We'd love to have you there.